Welcome to the We as Citizens podcast. Here is your host, Christina Crowley. Today, I would like to welcome Simon Jordan to the show. Simon is a brand and design consultant and a creative director. He is also an accomplished author, speaker, wild swimmer, environmentalist. He's the founder of Five Things Clear and One Planet, One Place. He supports a number of causes, including the environment and mental health. He lives in West Bay, Dorset, England with his love, Gina Hardy. Welcome to the show, Simon. Thank you very much for having me on. It's good to be Um, here. It's a pleasure to have you. And so how did your environmental work come about? I've always been a lover of nature. I've traveled a lot, spent time in the mountains and all that kind of stuff. I've just always loved being outside. It's my it's my church. And it was probably about three, four years ago now. And I, walking down a beach, it was three things, actually, um, I think that was that were sent to me. First one was I was on a beach and there's a, there's a bird over here called a Manx shearwater. And it was right on the on the, the edge of the water and struggling. I was thinking, is, is it dead? And the dogs went up to it, so I sort of shooed them away. And I found that it had this plastic ring around its head and the kind of ring you get on a, on a milk bottle or, or a, any plastic container where you take this, it's a locking thing, so it's got teeth on it. It's, it's like some medieval torture chamber if you were to, you were a small creature so that was around its head and it wasn't able to feed so I took it off um, and cut it as well so it wouldn't do any more damage phoned the animal uh, the bird people RSPCB um, and they said take it to the vets took it to the vets and when it was there it died and it, it really upset me because I think you know we as the humans the virus on this planet somewhat to be a bit negative you know we've caused this you know this bird did not deserve this um and I thought, okay, that, that was a setting. And then the same weekend, I saw a video um, about this whale that came into this uh, port and it's, it wasn't leaving and it was becoming um, difficult for the boats to get away and it was becoming quite dangerous. So at the end, they had to put it down. So they shot it, which was sad, and they pulled it out and they cut it open and it was full of plastic bags. That's why it came in, because it just it couldn't survive anymore. It was dying. And then the final bit was, it was on the Sunday, and I was on one of the local beaches. This is when I was up in Wales. And it was a place called um, Hell's Mouth, which is a big surfer's beach. And there'd been a big storm, and so much had been washed up on the beach. And I remember finding this huge milk container. It must have been like 10 litres. I've never seen a container like it. And I saw lots of other people, same as down here, and lots of other beaches around the world, Lots of people come there and they enjoy it. Oh, isn't it beautiful to be by the seaside? Fantastic. But yeah, they're not picking up litter. They're not trying to improve it. And I thought, I think the issue is, is because it's too much. There's too much here. They find it's a bit overwhelmed. They think, well, it's, it's you know, what, what good will my little effort do? And I thought, but you know what? If they just, if everyone just picks up five things, we'll clear the beach. I thought, hang on a minute, five things clear. Went back um, that evening and thought, there's something here. It just felt right. And set up an Instagram account and the rest is history. <laughs> it, it, it really, within seven weeks, it, it exploded, gone global. Uh, it's such a simple concept. Yeah. I always think about when you're marketing something, make it simple, make it easy to share, make it easy to talk about, um, make it easy to reference, uh, make the whole concept simple. 
you know that's the whole thing if, it, if it's complicated if, i'll say say in my, in my marketing to my clients are confused by as a non-buyer so it needs to be something that people can just get five things clear pick up five things a day so that exploded and yeah i was getting um messages from the philippines from um russia japan all across the state all right the way across the, the globe it was just amazing and people were sending in their pictures and they'd made these little signs of five things clear and it was fantastic and since then you know i've gone into schools we've run competitions we had a thing called the million piece pickup pledge where it was I, I, I linked with this app called Literati, the guy Jeff, who's over in, uh, over in the States. He's created this fantastic app where if you find a bit of litter, you can photograph it and it automatically geostamps it. So it knows where with the satellite pickup, it knows where it was found. And now they're at the, AR, the AI of the software can recognize what it is. Is it, is it a can? Is it a plastic bottle? That kind of stuff. So we created this campaign and we just needed 550 people to be picking up five pieces a day and in the course of a year it'd be a million pieces and then we got the idea of you know we do a competition who picks up the most most pieces of the month and oh, just it was it was brilliant and that was really successful and we could see on a global scale what kind of litter was being picked up and in what area so you could zoom right in it's very very clever um so there was that and yeah it's just it's this year has been different because i organize the beach cleans down here in west bay and that has now stopped because i'm working with the local government's um uh, organization called litter free coast and sea which is part of the government here and we're not allowed to do um big beach cleans we can only have a group of six people we're now you know we're going into another lockdown so that's that's so this year has really changed but we have seen other groups and we've had quite a lot of storms recently because over over the winter uh, a lot of stuff has been washed up but it's, it's been fantastic, you know, inspiring other groups to, and, and people to do that. I've got friends that have really picked up the mantle and they go down and do their own. I swim pretty much every day um, and we're always picking up. So it's, it's, it's great, but, you know, it never ends and you can never stop. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there, was, there is so much stuff out in every storm. It's the storm that comes in. So, so yeah, that's how it all started. <laughs> and it's... What I like about it is it makes it easy and accessible for uh, anybody. And uh, I was walking with one of my friends before I started this new project. And I was telling her about the people who I was going to have on. And I described you to her. And she's like, I know him. My mom and I, we do this. We do it all the time. It's five things clear. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So oh, wow. I did, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, it is worldwide. And it does make a difference. And I do think the biggest part of it is because it makes it easy. Yeah. And uh, and it is plastic and it is inland. It's not just the beaches and the coast. Uh, it's everywhere. It's actually everywhere. And uh, and it is something that can't stop. So uh, how do how is there anything in particular you do to uh, keep people motivated once they start it? Because you do start going, gosh, this is never going to end. No, it's just uh, we regulate. Well, my, myself and my PA, I, I I write the captions down, and she puts a lot out on social media. Um, it's how I see it is for every piece of litter you pick up, you're saving a life. And when you see it in that frame, you think, wow, okay, that makes a difference. I mean, again, we've had a lot of storms. There was a sheep washed up. Um, so that probably didn't die from plastic. <laughs> it probably fell off a local cliff, but there was a porpoise that died recently. Uh, a lot of seabirds we've seen. And you see all these, these plastic, all, all bits of plastic. And you think, you know, one in four leatherback sea turtles has plastic in its stomach um 
and it's just it's it's we, you know, we watch the the you know the David Attenborough program stuff like that, and you see the pollution, and you know if, if you're walking past a bit of litter and you think, oh, someone else will do something about it. No, you've walked past it. You can do something, and it's you know at the end of the day, I don't care. People don't know about me. It's not about me. It's yeah. it's about the environment, and I want everyone. What, what I do, Christine, when I go and speak to schools um, to really get the message home, I um, I go in and I bring up two pictures of my dogs, and I say, oh, so who's got you know who who, who in the school here's got uh, got an animal, and they all put their hands up, and you know they've got a hamster or a dog or a cat or whatever like that. Oh, it's, it's lovely, isn't it? So what I want to do, I want them to emotionally engage with the feeling they have of their their pets. And I said, oh, so this love, isn't it? It's lovely hugging them and, and feeding them. And we, we love our animals, don't we? Yeah, yeah, of course we do. I said, okay, so what kind of stuff do you feed them? Said, well, just dog food. What do you mean you don't feed them plastic rings and, and cans and bags? And they look at me as if I'm an idiot. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, and then we sort of expand out. So, well, you know, the creatures in the in the, the sea and the, the, you know, the birds, we all love those. And what I'm trying to do is expand that love they have for their own pets out mm-hmm. to the world. So when they think, yeah, get it. So, you know, the nice, cute animals you see and the birds and the whales and the dolphins and all that kind of stuff and the turtles, you know. So they get to see, oh, I get it. And mm-hmm. all litter, doesn't matter how far in it, it will get blown out to sea. It goes down, it will get washed down the drain. So that's how I inspire people and just keep, you know, people just keep educating them. And we post every day. We don't do as much as because I've been I've had such a such a busy day with a year with so many things going on, but yeah, it's just to keep people inspired, keep people seeing the back the five things clear and and spreading the message. Really, Um, I mean, when we go back to normal, (laughs) whenever that will be, you know, we will we'll be having ambassadors um, uh, around the world. We've had it before, and I will ramp it up again. So that'll be exciting. And I think people don't realize, you know, the plastic is in humans too we all have a little oh, yeah. bit of plastic in our blood yeah, and, uh, absolutely. and until recently i didn't make connect i mean i've never liked glitter i i just think it gets everywhere and it's messy but that is plastic yeah absolutely. and, it, and, it and how do you get it off you normally wash it down the sink yeah and it goes in it's just like so many things we just we put it down the drain and we forget about it and yeah. i think what you do is making a real difference there and uh, is that what led you to your trip to Everest? No, no, that that was just part of my adventure because part of my brand, um, well, part of my business, there's three elements. There's brand, adventure and contribution. So the brand is obviously the work I do uh, with my clients around the globe, building their brands and engagement and that kind of stuff. And then the adventure is seeing life as an adventure um, because, you know, you always have ups and downs, but just about you've got to keep going. And no, that's just, it's one of the things that's in me. It's, I just love being there and it's, it's my love for mother nature and which, you know, it's, it's, as you've probably seen from one planet, one place, which has evolved over the year. It, it's, it's something I just created because it was like, we're all living one planet and we're all in one place mm-hmm. in the universe. Mm-hmm. And it's about falling in love with the planet again. So now again, I'm not as, as busy on there as I, as I used to be. Um, but it's just sharing my videos, my post. Most of the videos are now are of the sea and the uh, sunsets, like because we can't really travel. We're not allowed yeah. to at the moment, really. Yeah. Um, where everyone's on lockdown. But it's just it's getting people to to see their own um, parts of the world and, and fall in love with it again and have gratitude for where they live. And when you do that, it, that then 
shifts over to the contribution side of my business and that's that's the five things clear so it is all linked really yeah yeah so. and showing the world is is quite the the beautiful place and so you did you kind of mentioned it and what i became you know when i looked on facebook all summer was your your wild swimming and you do it even up until mm. uh right now in december oh all year round all year round oh. with that with just 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 my trunks on and swimming hat and uh, goggles yeah <laughs> yeah and so what what inspired you to start that i've always loved swimming always yeah. i remember i used to i used to uh we call it bunk off when i was at school i don't know what you call it playing truant or whatever at school i used to yeah. when the local swimming path a swimming bath opened we used to i used to skate with a friend of mine he used to go off swimming i've always loved swimming i've always i've always been very active and, and outdoorsy and um just we, I mean, I'm half a mile from the beach. You can hear the sea from the from the, uh, from the house. Um, and we were going off. I've been, we've been here now at the bay for two years. Uh, we were swimming regularly, and then during lockdown, as restrictions started to ease, we started to see the regular faces and more people coming. And there was a group of NHS nurses um, who've been fantastic this time of year. The whole of it, NHS National Health Service, looking after people suffering from COVID. Yeah. And I just thought. This the same way five things clean was five things clear was born. This I just thought I need to capture this. Mm -hmm. Something was sort of call it a download intervention, whatever. I thought I need I've got I've got to capture this. I need to capture this moment in time. So I said, I mean, imagine that I'm, I'm standing there with my trunks on. I'm saying, would you mind to so these women who you know no hair done, the makeup <laughs> sopping wet? I said, can I photograph you for this? I've got this idea for a book, and then everyone said, yeah, apart from one person, <laughs> so I think she was a bit too shy. <laughs> And I captured them as they came out of the sea. And I think a weird version of Andrew, um, was it uh, Ursula Andrus from <laughs> James Bond? But no, but it, it, what I wanted, it was just, it was a um, profile shot, really face and shoulders. Uh, there was no full length shot in there. And I wanted to capture the energy they got as they came out of the sea. And, and I said, okay, I just want your first name and I want your age and then why you swim. So we've got the oldest is 76 and the youngest is 35 in there, all walks of life. And the, the, the theme that was running through it is because it energizes them. It's great for the mental state. So I was documenting all this and it's, it's, um, it's a reasonably big book actually. And I thought, well, okay, I want, it, I want it to be printed locally and I'd like it to go to a local charity. And it, it was originally gonna to go to a big nationwide mental health charity. Um, and then we found one that was local because I'm working with the local mayor as well for the Five Things Clear project. That's another story. And he said, well, there's a company called, or was a charity called Borough Harmony, which is a mental health charity. So what we did, we've uh, we got local sponsorship from a, a chain of uh, coffee shops down here called the, the Cornish Bakery. And they sponsored part of the book, part of the print. Um, so once we literally, I'd made the, the money back on the expenses, um, getting it printed within mm -hmm. 48 hours. And it went in all the big, you know, some of the big glossy magazines in the UK and it just spread and it was fantastic. And we've raised, it, it won't be far off a thousand pounds for the charity, for the mental health charity now. And originally in the book, it says, cause it's 10 pounds, which is what, 15, 16 bucks yeah. in the US. Um, um, I originally said, oh, three pounds per sale of the book will go to the charity. And I thought, well, I've made the money back. It's, I've, it's, I never made, I never set this up to make money for myself. Um, I wanted all the money to go to the charity. So I said, well, actually, all the money. So if you buy a book for £10, that all that money goes straight to the charity. 
So it's brilliant, yeah, and it's it's great. It was just it's lovely. It's still being sold down at the bay. Um, it's, every time I go in there, they've got some more cash for me, which is brilliant. Um, but it was just a real joy. It was just something to celebrate our little community. And hopefully next year we'll have an exhibition, um, and we'll go from there. It's an inspired other people around the UK, yeah, uh, even abroad. Just you know, to start wild swimming, mm-hmm. and I suggest people who are listening to this, if you are thinking of starting wild swimming and you're in the winter, don't, don't. <laughs> it's, too, it's, too, it's too cold and yeah. dangerous to start now. You've got to, your your body needs to get used to it. Which there is a there is a section at the beginning of the book talking about that. Yeah you know um going slowly there's the health benefits yeah. also the to be careful as well mm-hmm. um because it is what, if you're not used to this time of year yeah. you get cold shock so what's the name of the book it's called wild swimming through lockdown and i'll put the link on the website for anybody to find it it's a it's a beautiful book and i looked at the website and, and you do capture these beautiful people coming out of the sea and you, it does show that they are energized they are they're they're it's kind of like a better type of meditation in a way, a more active oh, it's type. fantastic. It is absolutely beautiful. I mean, we went swimming uh, at the bay, a different one, Lime, Lime Regis Bay, um, yesterday on a Sunday. This is Monday today. Uh, really cold. The southwesterly wind was bitter. It was like mm-hmm. six degrees centigrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the sea is still sort of 11, 12 degrees, which is still, you know, it's, it's pretty good. March is actually the coldest time of the year in the UK. And, you know, you go in there and I was thinking I should do another book. People going into the sea and they're looking miserable and sort of downtrodden. <laughs> and the difference, you come out, you're yeah. glowing, especially this time of year. I mean, the cold water therapy is fantastic. Yeah. It's brilliant for um, your immune system. It's great for mental health. And it's good for your, your brown fat as well, which is yeah. it gets activated. We don't use that. And mm-hmm. it's I, I see it as wintering yourself as well. You know, if you can handle cold water, we're, we're in for 15 minutes this time of year. Yeah. Um, it is so good for you. It really yeah. is. Oh, so. definitely. It's it's a, it's an inspiring project. And, and it seems like uh, with what you've done in your life, you you decide on something and then you go do it. And there's there's something to be said for that, that you don't hold yourself back. Uh how do you, what do you, how do you find that in yourself? Um, I just see a project and I, if I, if I'm passionate about something, I'll go for it. Um, if I'm not, I won't bother. And I know, I mean, a lot, a lot of people very kindly invite me to things and invite me to join into things. And I, I just tune in and if it's not exciting, if it doesn't excite me, if it doesn't fire me up, then I'll, I will decline and say look I, I won't bring anything to this um because you, you've got to do that um something i never used to do i would always jump at things go, oh great this, this is gonna be brilliant and it's sometimes that's ego based yeah. so you think well why am i doing that and sometimes that will create chaos in your life or it won't be good um but sometimes you know if you actually stop and think will this you know can i dedicate my time to this will this will this be good um for the greater good i don't you know i don't know um it's worth tuning in so i will do that i think okay so i mean i've you, you and i've been connecting for a while and mm-hmm. i think if it's great and I, I do these interviews not for, for for me to go oh look at me it's about well if i can inspire others to pick up five bits of litter a day mm-hmm. um boost their business uh go wild swimming with some friends and, and boost their their mental health and that's fantastic as much as my great late father used to say if you're not worried about the kudos anything is possible so I think it's all, you know, we're all, we all have talents. Um, some are hidden <laughs> for, for others, but we all have something that we can share. And I think 
It's our place on the planet that we should share. We shouldn't keep our talents hidden. We should share it. We shouldn't help others. Uh, there's a great line paraphrasing from Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, which says the true um, success is knowing that someone else has breathed more easily because you've been there. Yeah. And I love that. And it's like, you never know. I mean, I've done thousands of podcasts now and you never, never know who it will touch, who it will help. Um, and it's brilliant. You know, so whatever I say. So, yeah, it's it's looking at what, what comes about. I, I talk, talk about this. I've got a book coming out next year called The Simplicity of Success, and it talks about the five elements of success. And success isn't about I've got a flash car, I've got a lot of money in the bank. It's about being in flow. Because when you're in flow, everything comes together to provide you with what should happen. Um, and I've seen it so many times in my life. I've seen, and it starts off with the chaos um, recognizing the chaos and stopping the blame because so many people see things going wrong for them and oh it's oh why is it happening and oh that person that guy cut me up or that guy didn't get my coffee right or my boss is an idiot whatever it is well if you change that and so actually I attract everything into my life everything and there'll be some people probably listening to this go hang on a minute, how can I have attracted someone who cuts me up in traffic you are the biggest transmitter in your life you are the main factor in your life in every single second of your day throughout the path of your life you are the director of it yeah. and when people understand this and i'll give you a scenario they the scientists did this they got a lot of tuning forks it was a very weird experiment they got, got this blank room a lot of tuning forks in there and they picked up one tuning fork so it was the key of a and they hit it so it started to vibrate none of the other tuning forks in that room were vibrating apart from the other ones that were in the key of a and what that means is, I mean, on a subatomic level, we are L energy. We just vibrate at different uh, levels. Um, in fact, humans vibrate at 75 megahertz, if you really want to know. And what that means is if, you, if your vibration is in the key of anger, the key of blame, the key of upset, the key of, of chaos or whatever it is, other tuning forks, humans, uh, activities, whatever, will vibrate and they get attracted like attracts like mm -hmm. so when you understand that concept everything happens for a reason yeah um you know it's, it's when you step back and go right and you stop blaming you go hang on i am in control here um it's ma magnificent so this whole path uh, which shows the different elements there's gratitude um it's yeah you've got acknowledgement acceptance surrender gratitude stopping it's about just pausing for a moment, tuning in without the distractions, the, the, the head mess, and then you get into flow. When you're in flow, everything just aligns, and it's beautiful. Um, so, when, yeah, it's, it's a whole concept of this, which is, yeah, I've, I, I teach it now to my clients, and I can say, okay, you know, the chaos that's happening in your life, what is that telling you about you? And when people tune into they go, wow. I mean, I think about all the things that have happened to me. Um, the book that happened, that was completely out of flow. This year has been one of the best years in my in my business. I've been in my own business for 11 years now, and it's been a record. It's been fantastic. I've lost two clients because of the pandemic, but gained about five. Um, it's been phenomenal. The things that have happened, I, I could go on and on and on. We haven't got enough time. But when I've been in flow, being in that process, and been if everything has just happened. Uh, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, so that was a long, long answer <laughs> to a short question. Oh, I totally agree with you. And I understand that instead of asking, why does this happen to me? What does it do for me? I think that's, that's really important of, for people to, to know. And, and I think it's 
recently you did a big post about being content, being content mm. in this season of giving of this season of, of that some people are about thing. It's about things for people. I think that yeah. goes right along with it. I think that's important to, to emphasize. Mm. Definitely. Well, it is, you know, the, the Christmas is, uh, is an economic upturn. That's, that's what Christmas is all about. And it's, someone posted on there, so what's Simon, you don't give presents? Well, of course I do. It was really aimed at people going, well, I want the latest thing. I want the latest iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the latest gadget. And that want and that sort of, well, I need I need to have it because it's going to make me feel better. Well, in fact, all it does, it actually stops anxiety. So when you have it, it's not contentment you're getting. It's just you're stopping that anxiety of not having it, that you're one up with your friends that have also got the same gadget or whatever. You can be in that club and it just stops that anxiety. So what we really want to aim for is contentment. And it's when you have that and have the gratitude for what you have, it's the same in life, you know, in, in business. Don't compare yourself with others. Their path is very different to yours. Um, you can't buy someone else's success. When you so when you buy all these different programs, oh, I've bought this program because this guy can make $100 million just sitting in his underwear in his back bedroom with a laptop. It's like, well, yeah, but that's his path. That's not your path. His, yeah, you've got the foundations, which is what I teach my clients. But when you look at what you've got and you have gratitude, this underpins everything. And I go back to the book I'm, I was telling you about that's underpins everything when you come from there it's beautiful so it's have gratitude the fact that i mean you know we're not giving presents this year um i, I don't need anything so it's just the fact that we're going to be together we've got um gina's mum here um and we're gonna have a lovely day we're going we're to go swimming and we'll probably see some friends that for me is, is perfect that's and rather than go well i didn't get the latest iphone or i didn't get that it's like, well, yeah <laughs> so it's just it's just simplifying life and hey maybe if you do want the new iphone brilliant get it but then think about well this isn't this fantastic i've got this and th- all the people that have made this um and the fact that i've had the money to buy it or whatever someone else has had the money to buy it for me but really appreciate yeah. you know that's what it's about contentment is just such a powerful thing and having gratitude yeah yeah, I think gratitude, I think it seems like when you've given gratitude and focused on what you want instead of everything else, you've gotten what you want and you've uh, yeah. gotten things that you didn't know you wanted. You didn't know the book was going to come out of enjoying your life during lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely. It really is when we stop. Actually, actually what, have, what have I... I mean, it's a gratitude thing I do if, if you're really struggling. It's... um. Five questions. What am I most proud of that I've achieved in my life so far? That's question one. Question two is, um, what I'm going to be forgetting this now. I've quoted this so many times, I forget. So yeah, what am I most proud of that's achieved so far in my life? What am I happiest about right now? It could be anything. You're lying in bed. Um, it could be a miserable day. It's like, yeah, but I'm under a nice warm duvet or the heating's on the house. or I've got the chance to go to the kitchen, have some food or a hot drink or whatever. Um, the third one is, who are my friends? Because we just think, oh, there's lots of people. Well, actually, when you spend a bit of time, oh, my God, there's Bob and there's, there's Jane and there's this and that. Yeah, wow. And it just gives you that warm feeling. The fourth one is um, who loves me. So you think, well, okay, you know, I've got my two dogs, my partner, you know, my family. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, and then the fourth one is what can I do today or this moment to make it a more joyous one? And it just, I mean, people listening is probably thinking I live in a, 
a really positive la la land no i don't i can be a moody bastard sometimes <laughs> and i can be really kind of like oh god life's crap sometimes but sure. it just comes with it you know you've got to appreciate the ebbs and the flows and we've all got a little bit of nastiness inside us all a bit of miserable yeah. whatever and that's fine you know it's fine to have a pity parties just mm-hmm. don't spend too long cleaning up after yourself yeah. <laughs> but it's um but it is it's just like okay when 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 you're in a bad mood or you're not feeling great if it's not going to serve you how can you change that and that yeah. little five questions is, is a good way of doing that so it seems like you're building habits um to get you mm, back on track yeah. when you've been down yeah. absolutely uh, habits are everything yeah definitely i mean there was a time when i was 23 stone what's that 320 odd pounds in weight i was on drink drugs going nowhere heading south very fast um wanting to end it all and then i just turned it all around um uh, found running mm-hmm. uh, and then within 18 months went down to 182 pounds um and finished the london marathon in three hours 45 i was like wow hang on 18 months ago i I couldn't even run um and just from there that was 20 odd years ago as i ran my ran my second london marathon last year and yes it's just it's looking at what you've done thinking well hang on if i've done that i can do this and building resilience as well i think is really Mm -hmm. key you know it's so easy certainly we're, we're in the winter months we can just hunker down um and just soften our 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 lives um by comfort all the time which which is fine but also you know what are you how can you build resilience how can you become stronger uh what can you do to challenge yourself and nothing grows within the comfort zone um you know it's so it's important to look at what you can do to challenge yourself i mean i this you know i was looking back at what i did a couple of years ago god you know there's like a triathlon here and a run here and a race there and a swimming thing here and and this year has been not much but but like get, going swimming in the sea in the winter um challenges me every day you, you don't have to do the same things as me because you know not everyone's an idiot <laughs> but yeah. but what can you do can you go out and walk a bit further can you do that because it really builds um resilience and strength inner strength as well i mean some some athletes call it wintering themselves and it's 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 brilliant it makes you stronger mentally as well um, and we all have difficult times you know i lost my brother to cancer this year which was a brutal time um awful i miss him every day in fact he's, he gave me a montage as he met him met me at the end of the marathon he's there's a montage above my desk which i see him every day but i you know two years before he passed he ran olympic distance triathlon um and his positivity was just phenomenal um so yeah it's you know we can all have crap times it's fine but just what can you do because it's not going to help you stay yeah. in there and i think another thing as well following on sort of mental health don't just try and think your way out of it just you know because sometimes if you try and think oh how can i do this why is it like this why is my life this bad it's not going to help you need to get out and start moving because motion creates emotion something tony robbins speaks about a lot about actually mm-hmm. and when you get out and you start moving it's difficult at first um, but when you're moving your body your mind right it starts thinking oh, hang on a minute he's moving in a confident way he's moving in a happy way well then i must need to follow i need to follow suit so it's you know if you are feeling crappy or down or whatever you know accept it okay this is how it is you know it's part of life nothing stays the same um but if you get up and start taking move you know moving um it makes such a difference it saved me definitely um you know it's those endorphins going that make you feel good in a way that uh, that we look for, that we look for in food or drink or drugs, yeah, uh, you know, comes in a different way. I know for me, nothing is better than getting out with the dogs and taking a walk. 
Yeah. And so there's people who are listening to this and know that you've been through so much. What is your touchstone? What do you, what is it you regularly turn to when you, when you find that you're down, when you find that you need to straighten the course? Is it exercise? Is it reading? Is it is it just the swimming? Is it a myriad of things? Is it meditation? It, it, it is a mixture of things. I look at what I've achieved. You know, when, when I when I ran my first marathon, what I managed to do there, um, the struggles that I've come through, the um, sort of the adversity, and I think, well, I've done that. This is this isn't this isn't difficult. And it's about taking each step. So if you're worried about something or stressed about something, it's like, okay, well, what am I worried about? at the moment do i need to be worried because right now for example i'm in a nice warm office um chatting to you um what in this moment because this is all we have this moment what do i actually have to worry about because worry is about stuff that hasn't come here yet so when you try and do that i mean sometimes i know it's difficult you know people some people have chemical imbalances and that's difficult but it's but it is the swimming i mean if i tell you yesterday went for a swim and i met my friends down at the bay at half seven and i was miserable i was like guys why are we doing because i said i'd meet up with them i used to swim every morning at about quarter to seven half six in during the summer and now it's getting dark i'm like you know i don't want to swim in the dark it's cold anyway what do i hell do i want to swim in the dark why don't we go a little bit later and i went down i was like oh bloody guys you're mad i we like swimming but why do we have to it's in our sunday which means i set my alarm for quarter to seven just so I can have a drink. I was like, it's a bloody Sunday. What are we doing? And then it's funny if I listened to one of my friends um, and she had been struggling and she said, I'm not sleeping well at the moment. She's got a lot going on, a lot of uh, emotional things happening for her. And, you know, my other friends, um, his wife, who's got cancer for the third time. And for them, it's something important. And by the time we'd all swum together, we were chatting and joking. Went, I then took them all for a coffee, socially distancing. And it was lovely. And in fact, I got a lovely text from my friend. She said, you know, just thank you so much. It really made a difference. Just all three of us just going out. And and I thought, well, actually, and it made, I felt great. As soon as I came out of the sea, it was brilliant. So it is sometimes you've just, you've got to push, because I didn't want to go swimming yesterday. I really didn't. But it's pushed it out, did it, and got back and felt great. I'm really pleased I did it. So, but yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's saying, well, what, what's not working right now on well, this headspace? What can I do? What do I know I've done in the past? Okay, go out and move. So yeah, as you said, go out and get battered by the rain and wind in the, but it's just fantastic because you then come back and go, oh, it's lovely and warm. I'm dry again. Thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> but and it so is that you first say, step. Yeah. Would you say that that's kind of the similar, mm. you've, you've done a lot of change in your life and uh, would you say that that is kind of the same thing for anybody who wants to change their life? It's kind of the same format of getting uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like when I started running, you know, I was even, even now I'm used to running, I've been doing it for 20, 30 years now. Um, it's the first mile is horrible. I hate it. <laughs> Around here, there's a lovely run I do, which goes up to this, up, the, up this hill. It's quite steep. It's about 600 feet of climb. I hate it. But once I'm doing it and I'm on it, I go, right, okay, brilliant. Because I know I will feel better afterwards. It is just focusing and thinking, right, it's just yeah, you just got to get out there. You have to do it. Maybe do a countdown. Uh, Mel Robbins talks about the countdown. So imagine just launching, go, right, five, four, three, get one, okay, get up and do it. And the thing is just, just, just not stop. Just start and keep going. Same with business. I always say there's two ways to kill a business, not starting and stopping. You know, But it's just, yeah, just pushing off and go, right, okay. And maybe reward yourself um 
It's right. Well, I've done this. I will have X, whatever it will be. I'll reward mm-hmm. myself. But yeah, just. And then when you do it over a period of three months, they've done tests on this. That's why they normally have these fitness programs. It's 12, 12 week programs because after three months, it's inbuilt into you. It does something to your, your, your brain, your body. And when you're not doing it, your body's like, I want to do it again. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't run for, I've only just gone back to running the last month because I, I tore all my um, ligament in my knee. And it wasn't running. It wasn't swimming. It wasn't doing anything crazy. It was stood in a shopping mall. <laughs> just turning with the bag. I was like, oh, I can't believe this. Yeah, yeah. So I had uh, physio and stuff like that. I thought, of all the things, it's such a boring accident. <laughs> but yeah, just getting back to running and it's been fantastic. It's been lovely to get back to it. So yeah, when you're used to it, your body comes used to it. You can then start thinking, well, what else can I do? Yeah. So yeah, it makes, it's just, it's wonderful. And uh, so what do you, when things go back to normal, it's, uh, what do you see for yourself? Where are you going? Besides oh, the book. Things. Yeah. Well, the, well, the book, this, this simplicity of success mm. book, that's, that's, that will be really big. Yeah. Um, I'm hopefully I'd love to finish that over Christmas when I've just got some spare time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having the complete two weeks off, uh, no social media. You won't see me on social media. I'm phone. The only time I use on my phone is to take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Just a complete switch off. Um, so there's that. Um, I want to go traveling again. I was supposed to be climbing the highest mountain in Europe, uh, this year. Uh, I was supposed to be swimming the channel, but that will, um, <sighs> all this stuff yeah so it's just i want to desperately desperately get back to the mountains uh, and go Mm -hmm. climbing but where i would regularly go that's all closed up at the moment you can't travel there um yeah just get out have some more adventures uh make a bigger impact where i can um but yeah at the moment it's just just taking each day as as it comes really so lockdown has caused so much i don't know negativity and pain for people but where in your life has it has it brought you something positive oh you know what in this the first lockdown which happened on my sister-in-law's birthday the 23rd of march i remember that i was like oh it's on her birthday um i loved the piece as well you know so we, we live right by the bay which is a holiday and tourist hotspot so in the summer when it was sunny it would be packed um and i love it because i'm a biker as well and there's loads of there's loads of bikers that meet down there it's great got to look at the bikes and chat with them um, but the peace and quiet, it was lovely. I remember walking around the bay, thinking, God, there was like, we could see five people. On a sunny Saturday, there would be like 500 people, 5,000 people. It was fantastic. And then swimming in the sea every day, watching the sunrises as you're in the water, even the sunset, just spectacular. It was lovely. And, you know, Gina and I were in each other's pockets 24-7, and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it was time together. Um and yeah, again, having gratitude. I think when it first happened, it was a bit kind of like, wow, okay, our freedom is is being closed down. Um, and I know a lot of friends who've got bars and restaurants at the Bay and they're really struggling. And I think if we have another lockdown, they're just going to hand the keys back and they're just going to pack up, which I think is such a shame. Um, yeah. My brother was telling me he's where he lives up in Wales, uh, a place there. It's not a small, it's quite a small town. 15 shops are now empty. And I think that's just, and I really feel for those people. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, you know, what's the old line? When life gives you lemon, <laughs> lemons yeah. throw it back again. But no, it's, it's, it is about looking at your life and, okay, well, what can I do differently? What can I do now? Um, it's, it's, if you're challenged, um, you know, when your back's against the wall, if you're living and breathing and you've got breath in your lungs, and your back is against the wall, you can push back off that. You can push yourself forward. 
you know, see it as an opportunity going, wow, okay, I'm, you know, I've got these skills, what else can I do? And just to look at it that way and having gratitude that, okay, I've been brought this challenge. Um, what can I do? And sometimes I know, you know, if you've got kids and you are just up against it, it is brutal. Um, but staying in that mindset of it's not fair, I hate the world, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to do you any good. It's putting the wrong energy out. If I go back to the tuning forks, it doesn't happen yet. Have a bitch and moan, slam a few things down, get drunk, whatever. Don't hurt anyone, obviously. But it's um, just think, okay, this, is, this has been brought to me. What can I do? Get together, communicate with your partner, your, your business partners, whoever it is, your friends, right? This has happened. What, what can we do now? You know, if you've got a bar and it's had to close, um, okay, well, you've got the skills of running a bar. What can I do? Can I consult and help other people do it? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There are no hard and fast rules yeah. to this, but just look at it as a as a challenge. And a challenge means that you've got an opportunity to do something else. You know, and it's, um, but my heart goes out to these people. I know people who are going under. Mm-hmm. Um, it does show how many people, businesses are so close to the wire. They haven't allowed for, they haven't got money in the bank, things like that. They haven't, you know. They haven't been frugal investments and stuff like that. But, okay, you know, that's happened. What can you do now? What can you change? Um, and, again, sitting there worrying about it is not going to help. Um, if you're not sleeping well, write a list of all the stuff you can do. One of the things is about control the controllables. Yeah. So what can you do? Um, you know, you can control how you react. You can control how you think. You can control your positivity. Um, and you control how you go forward. Um, and when you permeate again that that feeling of gratitude the tuning fork when you you know you're vibrating at that energy amazing things start to happen and i could tell you so many stories that happened to me and my clients when i've i've told them this that would just blow you away and you think god it, it works um but it is it's all all about energy so yeah and moving forward mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. keep moving forward yeah. definitely well, thank you, Simon. I think that's a that's a lovely point to end at. And I've taken up a lot of your time this morning, this afternoon. And and My thank pleasure. you so much for being here. My pleasure at all. Sorry, I was drinking from water there. But no, thank you. No, it's really, really thank you very much for for letting me waffle on and share my message really appreciate it oh and i'm i'm proud that uh you'll allow me to do that too thank you thank you for listening to the podcast be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts the we as citizens podcast because conversation matters